Hi guys, welcome to episode number 19 of the Boxing Coaches podcast. Um, today's title I'd like to call Qualities of Exceptional Amateur Boxers. So I kind of like to discuss some of the observations from the, the elites or the, the National Amateur Championships as has now been uh, rebranded by England Boxing. So have a bit of a chat about some of the things I've seen, some of the qualities of certain boxers, uh, certain flares, certain fundamentals and um, and just kind of use that as a bit of a forum to have a chat with you guys and, and on Facebook etc and all the uh, the boxing coaching uh, boxing coaches podcasts um, social media sites just to talk about what is elite level boxing what does it look like and and how do we achieve that and just swap ideas really is of a bit of a forum So firstly, well done to all the, the champions, to all the finalists, uh, yeah, and indeed to all those who actually entered the uh, uh, the elites. Personally, uh, I really love watching the pre-quarters all the way through to the semis and, and then the live TV broadcast, uh, which was the following week in Manchester. Um, it was a real kind of great way of bringing the sport to, to the masses, I thought. So, you know, it's a fair play to England Boxing for how they're, they're raising the profile again. I think there's still a long way to go in comparison to when it was... Um, when it was on the BBC, I think it was back in the 80s, wasn't it? Uh, but obviously times have changed, media has changed, you know, media has changed massively. Um, and I feel that it was a real positive step, which can only really grow further. So, you know, um, duff of the cap there to England Boxing. And um, yeah, long may that continue of how we actually uh, put our sport in the, the public eye. So it was really, really great to watch all the different styles on show from across all the clubs in the country. Um, I actually really like the fact that it was brilliant that so many of the champions who were actually crowned are all employing very, very sort of different styles. And, uh, and I think it's a great credit to how clubs, club coaches across the country are developing individualised uh, and effective flair. I mean, there is one thing to have flair, but um, it needs to be effective. It needs to be sound. Um, sometimes boxers have a bit of flair, maybe a little bit of trunk defence, uh, good head movement, but they're not actually being positive and having positive defences and countering with it. And occasionally they're getting caught. But there was a lot of um, really uh, individualised, effective flair, um, and it was it was really great to, to watch and really had me sort of glued to the screen. Or, or when I was actually across in Nottingham watching the uh, the pre quarters and and uh, the quarters and semis. Uh, I think some countries are kind of pigeonholed in, in terms of their styles, but at domestic level and elite level, it's quite really difficult to categorise English boxers. So what are your thoughts here, guys? You know, Post your opinions on, on the Facebook page, etc. You know, what is, can you actually say this is what an English boxer look like, looks like at kind of domestic to elite level, or, or especially at that kind of elite level, that national standard and international standard? You know, what does it look like? I, I find it quite hard to actually do it, and I think it was quite reflective of watching all of the, especially the semi-finals and finals, um, watching all the many, many different styles and how they were being effective. Um, so, you know, not one of them was 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 the same. Some were maybe a little bit similar, but there was a real sort of a kind of plethora of different styles from people with great feet to people with great handed trunk defences, um, great counter punches, box fighters, you know, however you want to call it, um, loads of different types of styles. So that was a real great thing to see, and I think it kept it really, really entertaining as well.
So it was nearly impossible to watch all of the bouts um, from the pre-quarters all the way through to the finals. Um, not for one to try and try to watch as many of them as possible. Um, but what I thought I'd do for this podcast is just kind of uh, talk about a few of the bouts that I did watch. Um, or not so much about the bouts I did watch, but some of the boxes I watched, some of the people. And, um, you know, it it may sort of... Uh, uh, it may leave me in terms of when they boxed, was it the pre-quarters, was it the semis or the quarters, but I'd just like to talk about some of the boxers and some of the performances and some of the uh, um, some of the sort of elite level qualities that they had, uh, if I may. So, um, yeah, so I've just noted down a few uh, people here that I'd like to talk about it. So, first one on top of my list is uh, Islington's Masood Abdullah. Now, I remember watching him in the, it was either the pre-quarters or the quarters, and I remember watching him, to be fair, getting outboxed in the first round. Um, the kid was keeping him long and um, yeah he just wasn't able to get his feet in um, must have had a bit of a telling off um, after the first round or a bit of a, a realignment came out brilliant head movement managed to close the gap and was, was really fantastic and I just really loved the way he was able to adapt and, and, and to just change the tactics from being really kind of outboxed into really swinging the tide and changing the tide round so it was really imp- impressive uh, was Abdullah I think he won the Class B's um, this season or was it the season before it might have been this season so first time the elites may be wrong Please let me know if I'm wrong there. But um, he went on to be the champion. So uh, I think he beat Tyres in, in from Darlington in the final in, in a great bout. But yeah, really impressed by him how he managed to um, use a kind of ag- aggressive um, mid to short range style. Um, another one kind of similar is uh, Midge Noakes or Sam Noakes uh, from West Tree. Um, he's got a bit of a reputation now as as a uh, as a bit of a banger, you know. These um, has a bit of an early bath with uh, a lot of his bouts, um, stopping people very very early. I think he gave standing counts in nearly every round, or probably every round of uh, of the uh, the elite championships, um, stopping quite a few of them. Um, I'd like to give him a little bit of props if that is the word I can use nowadays. Props. Um, Sam um, has got this reputation of being a, a real banger, real close range, thrown in the hooks, throws a lovely uppercut as well. Um, but actually, he can box as well. If you watch the final, um, he was reading the right hand from his opponent and really rolling underneath those and coming back with his hook. You know, so there's and he's got a really high guard and nothing really lands. So you know, he's defensively very tight. He's, he's he's quite basic, I think, in what he does, but he's very very effective with the power um, and has got a good boxing brain as well. So um, yeah, massive. Massive um, duff for the cap to Sam. Um, another one I, li- I liked was, is Elliot Whale. Um, Elliot lost to, I think he lost to Lambert in the final from St Paul's, um, who actually are quite similar in sort of styles, both tall, lean, southpaws. Um, what I liked about Elliot all the way through, um, I know he's a hundred bout plus now, is his range appreciation as well. Um, really great on his feet. Um, doesn't look like he can dig, but I think his, maybe he can't really dig that much, I don't know. But his timing does put a lot of force onto his shots. He's able to walk people onto the backhand. A lot of variation as well. Uh, throws that kind of southpaw bolo into the body. Um, really, really good time jab and backhand. And just makes it very hard for an opponent to set their feet against him, because being the, um, probably usually the taller boxer. So I really liked um, Elliot well. And he's really come on well um, over the years with Nemesis. So, um, yeah. Fair play to him, and of course, fair play to Harvey Lambert, who I don't know too much about. I've only seen him box a few times. Who, who, um, who, who beat Elliot that day in the finals? Congratulations to him. Um, up and coming guy, or maybe he's arrived. Who knows? Delicious Ori from Jewelry Quarter. Um, I remember watching him in the university championships years ago. Um, and I thought my lad was going to really do a number. In my lad, gave him a bit of a battering in the first round, gave him a standing count, and then I remember. 
you know, this was two or three years ago, he, he pulled it round and got on his jab and beat my lad on, on points. So I remember thinking he's got a big future. Um, and, you know, to be fair, I was, I was right. He's um, He boxed really well against um, uh, Gideon from Hoddesdon. Uh, it was always going to be a tight one, real slippery character, moving his head um, in and out, um, side to side, and coming back with a lot of bent arm shots, really awkward. Uh, I think Delicious managed to keep the jab very simple, keep it nice and straight. Um, he's very, what's the word, very efficient, I think, what he does. He doesn't really waste too many punches. So really manages that range really well, measuring with the jab, using the rear end and adjusting his feet really well. So big things to come for him. Um, really nice chap as well. Uh, so congrats to them. Um, I remember watching the uh, Hannah Shield. She boxed my girl, Adrian Phoebe from Eastbourne. She boxed her in the semis. Very strong, really aggressive. Um, I think she probably doesn't get enough... Um, kudos for actually how well she can box she uh, i don't think she's technically brilliant but she's very very strong and she's technically sound and and she um she beat my girl in the uh in the quarters and eventually progressed through um to box orient's long in, in the final and, and orient's i think took it on a split might be wrong it might have been um unanimous but i think took it on a split real close one though um so yeah i was impressed with hannah's style of um aggressive boxing coming forward very positive uh i think orient's had a bit more much for her in terms of movement in the final um known orient's quite a long time now watched well seen her box for quite a long time um brilliant at adjusting her feet she can have it if she wants very good at um pushing people back but could also sit on the back foot and she had to on the, on this occasion and catch her on the way in so um yeah I was, I was really pleased pleased to see uh Harry Gay's Orient's long win that um another one I watched was Laura Stevens versus Jem Campbell really really tight one that really tight uh Laura's fantastic boxer um really great with things like the overhand right um cutting people's range down um really tenacious uh Jem Campbell sort of up bit up and coming but obviously won the bout um, good straight shots, um, good range appreciation again, nice and straight with the jab, good rear round and always moving the feet and adjusting. Um, it seems to be a bit of a common theme with a lot of those those winners. So that was a real tight one. Um, you know, can't take anything away from either of them. It could have gone either way, I thought, in the day. But really, really um, fantastic level of, of boxing there. Um, kind of another similar one was Raven versus Amy Andrews. So Raven Chapman from Arena and Amy Andrews. Um kind of similar in styles I think uh, both quite aggressive put the punches together in combinations again really really close this one um, in the end it swung Amy's way um, both working hard in combinations uh, trying to work their way in um, yeah like I said not much between that one but they, they were two a little bit more different they were the, they're more uh, put their punches together sort of threes and fours these, these type of boxes um, you know and obviously that's paid off and that's been effective as well um, and finally just wanted to mention was uh, Mark Dickinson from Burtley versus Rampton Musa from Beartown uh, yeah very different styles Rampton really hands down all the time moves his feet well great trunk um, look quite different again from some of the other finalists um, gave Dickinson some, some hard times um, but if I'm honest Dickinson for me was um, was my favourite of the tournament um, just uh, just got it all um, he's able to sit back on the back foot and, and walk you onto shots he does this lovely little thing where he just accelerates his rear end with no load up at all he just pops a rear end like a jab and then spins off to the side um, he does this lovely kind of interference with his hands where he's throwing loads of different triggers and cues um, and the opponent doesn't know 
really what's going to happen. So he's throwing all these kind of feints, like saying triggers, and people are leading off, and then he's catching them. But then he sometimes steps in with his hands nice and tight, um, takes a couple on the gloves, and counters with real kind of uh, impactful shots. So he can have it on the inside. And the thing about Dickinson, you never really know what he's going to do next. And I think that's one of his massive strengths. He's, he can he can be on the back foot, he can be on the front foot. He can counter punch you. Um, he's just a, a bag of tricks, and he's really hard to nail him down and work him out. And he's he's just um, for me was the most adaptable boxer of the whole tournament and I thought he was absolutely fantastic so um, yeah and of course I think he won the Mickey May uh, trophy as well for best boxer so fair play to him uh, Rampton Musa really like him as well he had a good win in the, in the semi-finals love his style um, very very different to a lot of the boxers again um, but very effective and I think he's um, he's only young as well so he's got a, he's um, He'll be arriving on the scene as he is now, but he'll be really making a massive impact um, in, in future years, I think. Um, uh, one, one more thing I would like to mention is uh, Jimmy Tyrus, who beat my Omid uh, Raoul from Eastbourne. So Jimmy Tyrus, um, I really liked him. He lost to Dickinson in the semis, I think it was. I really liked how he adapted. Um, so we boxed him, and I thought we took the first round, and he decided to get on his back foot. And it was really great to see, actually, open up the range and walk walk in my box or it wasn't at the time but walk in my box onto shots and how he adapted and also when he beat um, the lad from London I think it's Discalu from London uh, is it Stonebridge might be wrong there um, boxed him and it was kind of I think again he was kind of losing the first round but then decided to change it up and really sit on his chest and work at, at close range and deny him the space so he had a real good um a kind of knowledge and uh, a tactical skill set of how to change things up. So big, big, um, uh, big props again. There's that word. I don't know why I'm using that word. Sounds a bit hip hop. But there we go. From Jimmy Tyrus. Um, yeah, um, really classy lad. Um, so yeah. So some of the things that I've, I've mentioned there. If we're to kind of put it down to one thing, range. All about that kind of range control and range management. Some people are opening the range up to walk people on. Some people are closing it down. Some people are just sitting at the edge of range just to wait for that little mistake. So when they are actually coming in, they're striking with just the smallest little adjustment and then getting back out again to edge of range. They're not spending a lot of time out of range and being ineffective, and they're not spending too much time in in their opponent's range and getting caught with shots. So they're controlling the range that they want it at, whether that's long, medium, short, or just sitting at the edge of range all the time. So that was one of the, the main takes from me. Um, watching um, watching the elites um, and the better boxers were able to manage that range at the range that they wanted so um, yeah something to think about is maybe quite intangible how we do it so there's a bit of a challenge to how we actually practice um, controlling the range you want your boxer at um, and of course it's very individual to each each boxer um, so yeah I'd like to hear people's thoughts on how you um, how you coach range with your boxers you know whatever range that might be you know it, like I say it's, it's, it's quite an intangible thing so how do you do it so yeah so I'd like to hear all those bits and pieces there so yeah once again well done to all the guys sorry if I didn't mention your boxers I know there are there are a lot more of a boxer deserve to mention there for how uh, skillful they were um, how much they've developed um, but yeah I think one thing I'd like to put over is you know, well done to all the coaches, all, all the coaches across England, you know, you, you're all doing a fantastic job um, bringing through all these elite level guys. Keep working at the at the fundamentals and the grassroots as well and we'll bring through the next generation. So, yeah, some great takeaways from me to work with, with my own club and, and with the Dice Boxers as well um, and, and helping them um, 
understand and be aware of what some of the qualities are of being elite level. Okay, guys, so thanks very much. Um, hope you enjoyed this one. Um, enjoyed talking about it, as we all do. We like uh, talking about uh, talking shop. Um, the next one, we've got a, a guest called Elliot Dillon, um, and he will be talking to us about strength and conditioning and its relationships with boxing. Okay, guys, thanks very much, and speak to you all very soon. Bye-bye. liked this podcast similar content and discussions can be found at the box gathering the box gathering is a social initiative born out of the ashes of the first lockdown in march 2020 we provide a platform where coaches boxers officials and boxing enthusiasts can join together online to discuss various boxing topics it's free to join and upgrade options offer unlimited access to all our live gatherings campfire videos and coaching resources join today at www.theboxgathering.co.uk